I'm Macy. I'm M. And we're the book club. Woo! <laughs> so today we're gonna be talking about well, this is our first episode. So hey, what's up? Welcome. We're gonna talk about some books on this podcast. It's gonna be really fun. Woo um, books! Woohoo! Very excited. Um, or I am. I hope. Uh, you hope you're excited. That's. You hope I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> I just dropped a pen. Sorry if you hear, like, a weird noise. That's my fan. My fan's on right now because it's kind of toasty in my little office because it's legit three feet wide. Lovely. So today we're talking about um, one of our favorite books as kids, like, little, when we were younger. Well, we were or, super Or right now. Or right now, which is basically one of our favorite books. Mm-hmm. Percy Jackson and the Olympians, The Lightning Thief. We're kind of going to cover all of the Percy Jackson, like, area. Because, you know, like, once you read a series, it's kind of hard to, like, smush out which book, which, what happened in what, you know? Yeah. What? So we're kind of, like, <laughs> so we're not, so, like, we'll let you know if there's a spoiler and we'll let you know to, like, skip 30 or something, 30 seconds or even more ahead or something like that. If you need to, if you don't want spoilers, if you haven't read the book. Because, obviously, this is a book review podcast and you always want to know. Is this book good in general? Yay. <laughs> um, let's see. So, basically, let's just kind of talk about what we're going to do here, I guess. You good with that? Sure, why not? Okay, so for today, we're starting out with something we're very, very familiar with, which is Percy Jackson, by New York Times bestselling author Rick Riordan. And this is a New York Times bestselling series. Um, so basically what we're going to say, we're going to say the book, when it was released, the author, the series, if it's part of one. All that gonna... jazz. Yeah. All that. <laughs> um, the genre, kind of, basically we're going to do a synopsis of the book, and I'll, I can like read the back of the book, I have it right here with me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope I'm not talking super fast, because I talk really fast. Sorry if I'm talking fast. You're good. Okay. Welcome back. Thank you. Okay. This audio is, like, really good quality. Lovely. Um, okay. So, basically, we're going to give, like, a synopsis of the book, kind of what it's about, like, a, a, a spoiler-free synopsis. Yes. And then we're going to, like, say when it was released, the author. So, let's start with that. So. Hi. Let's- my voice just cracked <laughs> Your voice so cracked. much. Why so did that happen? Hey. Mm. Okay, basically. So, hey, what's up? So today we are reviewing one of our favorite books of all time. We said that like six times so far. <coughs> oh, I sneezed. <laughs> you good? Yeah. Yes. Bless you. Okay. Thank you. Percy, so the series is called Percy Jackson and the Olympians. We're also going to delve a little bit into Heroes of Olympus, but that'll probably be a separate podcast. And today... For this book, I'm just going to go ahead and say the Lightning Thief synopsis, because that's what starts this all. I sneezed again. Bless you. Thank you. So, the Lightning Thief was written by Rick Riordan in 2005, and it was published using Disney Hyperion. That's his publishing company. And Rick Riordan, fun fact, actually has his own publishing company now. It's under Disney, I think. Um, And it's called Rick Riordan Presents. Nice. Let me look that up. Rick Rayor didn't present. Cue aggressive yeah. typing noises. Cue aggressive typing noises. Rick Rayor presents. I believe it's 
partially with Disney. Yeah, it's a Disney Hyperion publishing family. They aim to publish about four books a year. So that's a good amount. Four books a year. That's mm-hmm. Okay, but this is a New York Times bestselling series. Um, and it stars our main character, Percy, his friend Annabeth, and his best friend. 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 <laughs> here, obviously. Spoiler alert, they get together in the end. Oh, sorry. No, it's fine. I just said spoiler alert, so like they can skip there. Okay. So here's our little synopsis. I can't talk today. Wow. Percy okay. Jackson is about to be killed. I just said killed. When is he not? <laughs> Why is that so true? Okay. That's his whole career. Getting killed. Basically. Percy Jackson is about to be kicked out of boarding school. Again. And that's the least of his troubles. Lately, mythological monsters and the gods of Mount Olympus seem to be walking straight out of the pages of Percy's Greek mythology textbook and into his life. And worse, he's angered a few of them. More than a few. Way more than a few. Like, all of them. <laughs> Basically. Zeus's master lightning bolt has been stolen, and Percy is the prime suspect. Now Percy and his friends have just ten days to find and return Zeus's stolen property and bring peace to a warring Mount Olympus. But to succeed in his quest, Percy will have to do more than catch the true thief. He must come to terms with the father who abandoned him, Solve the riddle of the oracle, which warned him of betrayal by a friend, and unravel a treachery more powerful than the gods themselves. Sound interesting? Yes. That's a very well-written synopsis. It is. Okay, so we're going to start with three words to describe the main character. I'll go first, um, Mira, while you're thinking. Unless you don't already have some. So, my three words to describe the main character. So basically, Percy is a pretty brave guy, you know? He's fighting these monsters. He's he's kind of bold. He's a little bit of a smart mouth, not gonna lie. We would never lie. We would never lie. We never do. But he's he's a smart mouth, definitely. He's very bold. And he, he is, like, a kind, helpful, like, nice, good guy. He's, like, your classic good guy, I feel like. Yeah. That makes sense. What would you use to describe him? Uh, stupid. That, too. Uh, loves his friends. That's all one word. Yeah. Uh. Um. Loyal. Loyal. That was the word I was trying to think of this enti- the entire time I was writing this stuff down. I'm the prepared one. Okay. I'm prepared. I'm prepared. Well, I'm agreeing and saying loyal. I wasn't thinking about that. I was just like, I need another word. Loyal. Makes sense. It does. Like, they always describe him like that in the book. They're always like, he... That's his fatal flaw. He's loyal. Then again, that isn't really, like, a quote-unquote fatal flaw, but, like, it works. So, basically, the goal of the character, like you read in the synopsis, is the first book to return Zeus's lightning bolt. Slash, get his mom back. Because his mom, this isn't, like, a huge spoiler alert, because it's kind of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. The whole reason why he's going to the underworld, other than the lightning bolt, Mm -hmm. is to get his mom back. So... In the first little chunk of the book, when he finds out, kind of, that he's a demigod, like, right before, he gets attacked by a monster called a minotaur. The, you know, the minotaur. Theseus killed that guy. That yes. one time, you know, in that one myth. Yeah. Um, and in Greek mythology, this is off of Google, like, straight off of Google. In Greek mythology, Ooh, the minotaur is a mythical creature portrayed in classical times with the head of a tail of 
with the head, head of a tail of a goat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm really good at this. The head and tail of a bull and the body of a man, or as described by Roman poet Ovid, being part man and part, part bull. So basically, that's who he is. And he's from Greek mythology, and Percy gets attacked by him, and that mentor is kind of working for Hades, I guess, and he takes Percy's mom. And that's kind of the whole, what starts him wanting to go to the underworld to convince Hades to bring his mom back. Okay. Fun fact that doesn't have to do with Percy Jackson. I just read a really good book about the Minotaur. It's called Bull. Go read it. It's it's good. It ha- It's pretty short. It's written in poems. You can probably finish it in like 45 minutes. That's what I did. Okay. That sounds good. I'll read it. It is good. It's Okay. Um, definitely. So the first series that you kind of find this out, I guess in, you find this out in the first book, at the end of the first book, but this is kind of the whole thing of the series. So I guess it's not a spoiler, but it's a partial spoiler. So like spoiler alert for the next five seconds. The first, the goal of the first series is to defeat Kronos, the Titan Lord. Okay, spoiler alert, over. But so that's his goal kind of throughout the entire series, the first series. Mm-hmm. The second so, like, series, whole, whole nother issues. Whole nother issue. Whole, whole nother issue. Lots yeah. of issues. Yeah, that basically is. Yeah, there's a lot of issues. It's a whole bundle of issues wrapped into one book. Just kidding, five books. Five books. So actually, there's ten books total about, like, Percy and his crew, and then he has cameos of legit every other Rick Riley Gorman book. Or, like, something. There's, like, a, there, you know, there's a book series called The King Chronicles, and Rick, that's about Egyptian mythology. And Rick Riordan also wrote that. Uh, and they have little crossover series. Three books. It's really good. It is. I haven't read it, but it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> They're in, like, the back of some of the books, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because I have all three, but I don't have the I don't have the book that has all three in them. I just have them in the back of the other books. So here's how, so um I so I have questions because I'm a prepared little freak. Um so I have like I I filled like a whole thing out that I found. But so basically, how does our character grow? He matures through the entire thing. Sort of, not really. He still acts like a twelve year old when he's sixteen. Sometimes. But you know what? That's just Percy, and you just learn to deal with it. Yeah. Plus, that's, you know, sometimes I act like a 10-year-old. I can lie. I do. Wow. I'm very proud of that. It's, like, my thing. So okay. proud of you. <laughs> and here's something. I I delved a little bit deeper in that, and I said, he goes from being all... So, like, the first line of this book is legit. Look, I didn't want to be a half-blood. So he goes from all, look, I didn't want to be a half-blood to sort of, like, let's do this kind of mood. Like, he knows he has <laughs> No, it wasn't really a let's do this. It's more of a, let's just get this over with. Like, oh, this again kind of thing. Yeah. So, and then, there's so many characters, but the but the main three characters is obviously Percy, Annabeth, and Grover. Let's start with um Grover, I guess. So how do I explain Grover? Well... He's, Grover's a satyr, and you don't, if you don't know what a satyr is, it's like, it's like, it's, you're half man and half goat, so you have the legs of a goat. But in the first part of the book, and like the tiny little part, Grover hides it by using, what are those sticks called? They're like, they're like crutches. Yeah, crutches. What are those sticks called? You know, the sticks (laughs) used to to walk, 
Yeah, those are called crutches. No, they're called. What are those sticks? They're just. They're just sticks. Oh, sticks now. Sticks. This is a lot of fun. Not to be confused with the river sticks. The river sticks. Ha ha ha! Bad Percy Jackson reference. I'm bad at this. Okay. Um. So Grover's kind of his best friend, and Grover is kind of like this pimply. 12-year-old. No, I put air quotes around 12-year-old. He's kind of like this... He's like this awkward kid. He's a ginger, you know. He has... In the book, didn't it say like he has a little scruff of a beard, so Percy thinks he was held back a year, probably. And he's like the only kid that likes him. Yeah. Grover's kind of that one kid on the bus who gets sandwiches thrown at him instead yeah, of percy just were being thrown at percy and then grover deflected him with his head 10 out of 10 friendship skills honestly yeah if you don't <laughs> block your friends your friend being hit by sandwiches what kind of friend are you i have never heard a more true statement right okay but so i actually have a fun fact about grover so not so i you know how i put air quotes around 12 year old well, Grover is actually over 10 years older than Percy. He's 28 in the first book. Because satyrs don't mature. They don't mature? Well, no, they, they mature. Oh my gosh. They mature slowlier. Slowly. Yeah, because that's so weird. <laughs> that is a new word. You just invented a new word. I'm very proud. You're welcome, everyone. Just invented a new word. You can thank me for it. Okay, so there. I have like a whole fun facts list. I have one, two, three, four, five, six fun facts. But I'll just use my sixth fact when I said that Grover is actually 28 years old. Satyrs grow really slow. So do tight, not titans, cyclops. Gosh. I was thinking of Tysons, but no. And not the chicken nugget brand. What? Love those chicken nuggets. I love Tyson chicken nuggets. They're really good. I would know. Resident vegetarian here. She's a vegetarian. I am a vegetarian. Ha ha. Don't come to her, please. What? Don't come. People shouldn't be coming for you. Oh. Sorry, I was glitching out. Whatever. It's fine. It's good. It's cool. It's cool. It's fine. Okay. So, um, let's keep talking about the book and then... In a couple minutes, we'll start talking about the master Rick Riordan himself. How I just hit my knee. Good for you. So that's basically Grover. He's basically that one kid no one wants to hang out with, but Percy wants to hang out with him. Because he's also the kid that no one wants to hang out with. The perfect match. And Grover is actually there to protect Percy. He's his protector. Because... Percy is getting attacked by things because he's a half-blood and they just love to be murdered. I mean, everything loves to murder them. They don't like it. (laughs) Except when they do, but that's a whole other story. Magnus Chase. (laughs) Um, So, so, here's the thing. Now that we're done with Grover, let's talk about Annabeth Chase, daughter of Athena. Your favorite character. My favorite character. I love her. I love her a lot. I don't know why I'm talking like this. It just happens. <laughs> why did you react like that? 
I'm scared. Uh, I'm really sorry. It's a very, um, like, strange laugh. I go like, ha, ha. <laughs> also, I already messed up on your nickname. No, it's fine. <laughs> no one cares anymore. It's fine. Okay. Um, are you are you mentally okay right now? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. For all those adults out there, I, I am fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, okay. So Annabeth, she's the daughter of Athena. She's the smart one. Like she's the one who always cor- corrects Percy. One of my favorite lines that she has ever said is let's find it. Keep talking while I try to find this. You drew when you sleep. Jewel, why did I say it like that? No, you rubbed <laughs> off on me. You drool you... when you sleep, basically. The uh, first line Annabeth she ever brother. said to Percy. First line. That's actually a lie, though. It is, but we're going to ignore that other part and just say it was the first line. Yeah. Like, because he remembers. That's the first real line. They say when he's conscious. Yeah. Jeez, I just found this. It's like with the zebra. Oh, found it. I found it. So this is on page 257. And this is my favorite scene. So basically, there's some zebras. There was some zebras. There was other wildlife too. So basically, they're in a truck. That's, they're in a truck. And it's like it's like a zoo truck. So they're transporting these zoo animals. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. So, it goes, so Grover can give blessings to animals to make them safe. To like give them a safe passage through places. And this says... Will the animals be okay? I asked Grover. I mean, the desert and all. Don't worry, he said. I placed a satyr sanctuary on them. Meaning, meaning they'll reach wildlife, they'll reach the wild, the wild safely. He said, they'll find water, food, shade, whatever they need until they find a safe place to live. Why can't you place a blessing like that on us? I asked. It only works on animals. So it'll only affect Percy. Annabeth reasoned. Hey, I protested. It's my fate. I love that line. Love it. Nice. Like, that's such, like, a... That's you know a what I love? That I just what? randomly thought about? Percy Jackson musical. There's a well, musical. I went really and good. saw it. I have a t-shirt. So, you yeah. know, if you don't believe me, I'll show you my t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. I give you permission to come to my house. Just look at my t-shirt. You know? Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. No, you're good. Um, okay. I don't know why I would say no, you're good. Like, what? Okay, so, fun little thing about Annabeth. Her mother is Athena. Woo. Her dad is sort of out of the picture for, for like, two-thirds of the book. Lovely. For, like, eight, for, like, 90% of the book, he's out of the picture. She had a falling out with her dad. So basically, Annabeth's backstory is she came to camp like she was on the run from people. And then she found two other half-bloods also on the run. Their names are Luke and Talia. Woo! Talia's a tree. (laughs) (laughs) She's not a Demeter kid, though. She's not. Okay, so Talia sacrificed her life to protect and Beth and Luke when they were on their way to camp. And they actually also came with Grover. Because Grover found them. So. And Annabeth's dagger is also from Luke. 
Like, if, so Annabeth has this weapon, and it's a dagger, and it's from Luke. I'm a little scatterbrained. Woo, Luke. Well, well, sure, why not? Woo, Woo Luke. Luke. <laughs> Unless. Unless. Hmm. You can see what I was doing, but you don't love it. Okay, I was doing, like, the beard thing, like. <laughs> that does not describe anything that you were just doing. But you know what? Good for you. Send you a picture of me with the beard. Do you have a beard? No, I don't have I don't. I don't. Oh. Dang. Sorry if you heard that. That was just me doing I love how I just, like, recorded a video in the middle of us doing this. Can you hear aggressive footsteps in the background of me? Because... Someone's like just stomping around out here. I cannot hear aggressive footsteps. Okay, good, because I can, and they're very loud. Okay, well, you're good for now. Woo. Okay, so basically, Annabeth came here with Grover and Tal, with Grover, Talia, and Luke. Luke is like her big brother. She sort of has a crush on him, but he's like college age, and she's (laughs) twelve. Yeah. Fun times. So, th- so Percy just, like, graduated sixth grade, except he also got kicked out, so. By graduated, you mean got expelled. Oh, yeah. I do. <laughs> he doesn't graduate. He literally got expelled every single year, and that's his whole thing. Yeah, that's kind of his, like, thing, because he's, like, trouble. Okay, so, I'm still scatterbrained. I'm super scatterbrained, and I'm really sorry. But basically, so every demigod has ADHD and dyslexia, so that's... And or. The- what? And or they don't have both. It's not. A, is it? A, I don't think it's a requirement to be a demigod to have those things. But like, yeah, like most do, but not all. Peter Johnson. Peter Johnson. That's what Dionysus calls him. Sometimes she always mixes it up. You know. What yeah, I mean? Dionysus. Woo. Perry Johansson. Perry Johansson. You the know best. what? It works. This is the best one. So, but Annabeth, like I said, so she came to camp when she was seven with Luke, Talia, and Grover. But there was a Cyclops chasing him. And you'll learn more about him in the second book. But what was it? Wait, the really? Yeah, that was the, that's the same Cyclops that chased her, right? It is? Wait, I think. I'm I'm probably. Sure. I have not read Percy Jackson don't, in a hot minute. So I'm just, you know. No, no, I don't think that's true. Don't quote me on that. Don't quote me on that. Too late. It's on video. Ha ha ha. Blackmail. <laughs> Okay, well, basically, that, so they were chased by a Cyclops, and you'll learn, and that's, you'll learn more, like, in the second book. So, like, it doesn't actually say that they were chased by a Cyclops in the first book, it does in the second book, though. That's not a spoiler, but, like, it's just something that's not in the first book. They got attacked, that's what. They got attacked, yeah. And Talia sacrificed her life so that Grover, Annabeth, and Luke could bit could get to camp safely and, and then zeus showed up and he was like you know what what if you were a tree so basically he turned talia into a pine tree and that's how she, and she's the camp's protective border yeah or she's like part of it yeah part of it i don't know basically. isn't there also a dragon isn't oh, that yeah, a thing he comes in later oh yeah Whatever. There's a dragon. It's fine. He was a baby dragon. He was cute. 
Yay, baby dragons. Baby. Sorry if we're, like, ha- wrong on everything. Just, yeah. We're fine. It's fine. I am. No one's gonna fact check us. Unless you do, then email us if we're wrong. We probably are. It's okay. Yeah. Email the book club 63 at gmail.com. Teehee. That's our email, so. Email us. You know, yeah. if you want to. If you don't, it's your problem. Also, email us if you want us to read your book and review it. Or, like, not your book, but, like, books you like. Also, but if you do have a book, we will read it. Probably. Probably. It'll probably take us a while to get around things, because that's a lot of books. Yeah. But, so, obviously, our first book is something we know, because, like, yeah. Our first couple of books will probably be something we know, but when y'all start, by the way, I saw y'all a lot, so get used to it. Oh, on an unrelated note, not related to Percy Jackson at all, but I'm going to think I'm going to start reading The School of Good and Evil. Because I have it. I have the first book, and you always Yes! So, yes. that'll be for another episode. Sorry. That, I just, <laughs> just kicked my fan. <laughs> good job. <laughs> I'm not insane, I swear. Sorry, that is my favorite book aside from Percy Jackson, like, Seriously? I know. So sorry if you keep listening to us. So do we. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> I'm trying to get comfortable, so sorry if this is like weird noises. Because <laughs> I just like, I fell on the floor when you said that. Okay. Yeah. I like slammed my chair against the door and then I fell. And then I knocked over my fan. I kicked it. It was a whole thing. It was fun. It was a good time. Oh. Okay. So that's basically the whole story of Talia and how she's not here anymore suddenly. Well, wink, wink. <laughs> We're so bad at this. We're very subtle. Can you tell? No. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This is kind of fun, though, because we're just, like, chatting and it's fun. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, we're podcasts po- are fun like that. We're, like, pod- so I guess we're podcasters now. Anyway, it's fun. So, but basically... This is super exciting, because this, so when Annabeth meets Percy, she's all, you drool in your sleep. That's her first reaction to him. She's like, you drool in your sleep. Yeah. Um, also, there are Percy Jackson movies, because I know some might look Don't watch them. Don't. But there is a series coming out on Disney Plus in, like, a year, so. Like, year, year and a half, depending on when whole, this whole thing stops. Spell. Anyway, but they're all great actors, but that was just, there was just not, it wasn't good, like. It just wasn't. Yeah, it just, it didn't work out. really didn't. Like, they're all great actors, and they're super, super talented, and I'm a fan of actually all of them, just not in this movie. Okay, I don't know how to describe it, but basically, they didn't know what Blue Food was, because they didn't put it in the movie. So anyway. So anyway, we're scatterbrained. I've said that 60 times. Good for you. Also, sorry if I sound really weird. I'm going to stop apologizing. Come Okay, so Annabeth, basically, she's my favorite character because she's an independent female. Okay. Uh, anyway, Peter Johnson. Peter Johnson. Peter Johnson. A perfect podcast. <laughs> we're great at this. Anyway, so my thing is... 
the best quote from the whole thing is for me it's if my life is going to be anything i have to look at myself and that's like a meaningful quote i have a fun quote too oh my quote is with great power comes the great need to take a nap and wake me up later that's such a good one i don't even nap i just you guys my favorite character I had a problem, still do, but it's less of a problem. So, you know. Who's your favorite character? Nico D'Angelo. Nico D'Angelo is iconic. It's just. He doesn't come in. It was, book, it was such an issue. I just. Not like a spoiler or anything. He just comes in later. He shows up in the third book as an annoying 10 year old, plus character development, plus even more character development. And then it's just. <sighs> I'm okay. signing up my own. Problem. But personally, so I also have a question that says something that you dislike about it. Really, there's nothing I dislike about it, except, like, if you think about it, it's it's definitely not geared. Like, it's really geared. Actually, I don't like. I don't really like dislike anything about it. There's some things that I'm like, what? But legit, there's that's like one thing, and that is that Percy isn't really a super deep character until things start happening to him. Yeah. I guess. Like, but that's really, and that's not even like a. Also, my only dislike that people, most people, why they don't like Percy Jackson is because there's just so much stuff that's happening like all the time. There's no like downtime for stuff, which I think is what makes it a good book because if it's like there's a bunch of stuff that like there's a bunch of time in the book where stuff isn't happening and like trying to kill the characters, then it's boring. That's why I don't like Harry Potter that much. Not to diss Harry Potter, I just, it's overrated. I love Harry Potter. In my opinion. I like I I really love Harry Potter, but I get where you're coming from because there's like like a, a three month period where there's nothing happening. Yeah, and then Percy Jackson takes place in like three days because like they always have like, oh, this like, big quest or else something's going to happen. Oh, yeah, you have three days to do that. They're like, oh, yeah, you have three days to do this. Or- <laughs> Which like it's too. Yeah. That's basically kind of, that's what makes it fun, because then you're like, oh, and here's the thing, you know, like, you always know, I always say this, you always know when there's, like, someone to beat, they're most likely gonna beat them, but the thing that's interesting is how. Yeah, and and who's gonna die along the way. Yeah. You know. Or, like, what's gonna, like, happen Mm -hmm. with certain characters, like, are they gonna die, it's like, all this. Mm-hmm. Because spoiler alert, people do die in this book series. Obviously, we're not going to tell you who. So that's like a huge spoiler, like an ultra spoiler. We don't give ultra spoilers. We just give spoilers. Yeah. Basically, but so the best plot twist. Four word, four letters. L U K U. Spoiler alert. That was a spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert, skip. Spoiler alert, skip for, like, the next two minutes. Yeah. So, anyway, Luke was a plot twist. Luke was a huge plot twist. I didn't see that coming. And also, I read this when I was nine, but I, like, I still wouldn't have seen it coming. Because he's Mr. Nice Guy, and he's, like, Mr. Helpful. And then he's like, yo, you want a scorpion to kill you? And Percy's like, what? No. Yeah, that's basically... And then he gets possessed by Kronos and tries to kill everyone, and then the whole thing things happen yeah um but he's kind of the reason luke is the sole reason this all happened 
Yeah, for the most part. But, like, he's also, like, a justified character. He's not just like, oh, I just want to take over the world. He's like, uh, my dad left me, and so I hate him, and I want him to, like, suffer for that. Yeah. And, like, that's a problem with all Greek children. Their parents can't pay attention to them. Especially with Percy. Okay, we haven't said this in the 41 minutes that we've been doing this. Wow. We've been doing this for 41 minutes? Poseidon. Oh my gosh, I can't believe we didn't say Oh yeah, Percy's son of Poseidon. That happened. He's the son of Poseidon. Yep. Um, And Poseidon is part of the big three. So the big three are Hades, Zeus, and Poseidon. And And they're not allowed to have kids. They made a pact to not have kids. Like 50. (laughs) Then again, but like also it's Zeus. Zeus, there's literally no map myth where he can keep it in his pants so <laughs> like name a myth where Zeus doesn't have have a demigod child Hera attacks them that's like that's like his that's like their thing that's like his thing or like any other god like name a myth where a god isn't like pissy yeah, at some he kid or whatever have a ton of children or isn't like careless with children I'd say well not careless actually yeah careless Athena Athena and who else? Demeter, probably. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but like Athena's the main one where she isn't like. Like she isn't. She isn't obsessed with going down to meet more. She's very selective. I don't know. And I know you're probably like, Athena's the maiden goddess. Yeah. Her kids are born through thought. But do they have belly buttons? <laughs> we all wonder. <laughs> but, you know, the age audience is between 8 and 11. But I, and I said maybe 12. But, you know, people of all ages will love it. Because it's heartwarming, but it's also suspenseful. And there's action, there's adventure, there's romance, there's... there. You don't really get romance until, like, the fourth book, but, you know. There's murder? There's not really murder. There's just a lot of killing. Character death? If you like getting emotionally attached to characters and then watching them perish. (laughs) This is the book for you. (laughs) But, like, no joke. That's what happens a lot. And then I said what books are similar? Basically everything he's ever written. So Magnus Chase series, which is about Norse gods. Yes, Magnus Chase. I love Magnus Chase. Uh, Magnus Chase is so good. King Chronicles. Haven't read that. Trials of Apollo. Trials of Apollo, Percy's actually in. in that Trials also- of Apollo is like, it's, it's, it's fine, but like, not that fine. It's like, nothing could ever beat Percy. Yeah, but like, yeah. In my opinion, this is my opinion, you don't have to agree with me. Percy Jackson and the King Chronicles are his two best. But, like, the rest of them are great, and I'm a really huge fan of basically... Resident hasn't read King Chronicles. Don't agree with that. I say Magnus Chase and Heroes of Olympus. Mango Cheese. Mango Cheese. That's what someone called him. You. Me? Yeah. And then (laughs) I also put a thing that says, most relatable line or something, and this was me this morning. This is... I don't think this is from this first book. It might be. No, I think it's from the first book. Sugar and Caffeine. My willpower crumbled. This was me this morning because I had an entire cup. I had a I had a huge chocolate latte. No, I had a huge lavender latte. It was a lavender latte. By the way, really good. I had a huge lavender latte, and I forgot 
that I was supposed to have half calf because I can't handle caffeine. And I was like insane all day. Nice. I was like bouncing off the walls. Like I was shaking. <laughs> I was like. Again, I told you this earlier, but last time I had caffeine, it was because I had had four hours of sleep because we were going on a trip and we had to wake up at 5.30 and I woke up at 4 with a headache and I didn't go back to sleep. And then later that day, I was just like, give me your coffee, mom. I need this to live. And then my parents were just like, um, are you sure about that? You shouldn't, you shouldn't drink that. I was like, inject the caffeine into my bloodstream. I need to stay conscious. Let's not nap. Yeah. Um, so, moral of the story, if you ever meet me, I mean, most of y'all don't know me, except for me, but don't give me a full cup of caffeine. Just don't. It's a bad idea. It's a really bad idea. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> you don't want to do that. Oh, don't tell me what I want to do. Here's the thing. Here's a demo with me on caffeine. I talk really, 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 really fast, and I'm shaking, and I'm a diet can, and I'm feet. So, it. how you are normally? Basically. <laughs> Except, like, me, like, six levels up. But I definitely relate to that line a lot. Um, and oh, like, so you'll finally be the same height as me when you're on caffeine. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. I'm not short. <laughs> I know. I just had to. I'm not short. She's just tall. <laughs> I'm 5'6". I'm not that tall. I'm 5'3", so... Well, wow. okay so, then. Um, I'm just gonna keep on reading our fun facts. So when Rick Ray Or so the whole reason Percy Jackson came about, the whole idea is Rick Ray Orton would tell these stories to his son. I think his son's name is Bailey. Or like I hope that's how you say it. that's probably not how you say it. Or maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know his son. Uh so one second, I'm fixing this pin in my wall. Let's keep talking. Uh, uh, um. Okay, I'm back. Okay. <laughs> so, but basically, the reason he came up with Percy Jackson is because he would always tell his son these stories. And this is true, by the way. I read it on his website. Greek myths. Um, and then when Rick Riordan ran out of Greek stories to tell the son, he made up his own on the spot and it created Percy. And this is how this whole thing was born. And Rick Riordan. Also, his son had ADHD and dyslexia, so he made Percy have ADHD and dyslexia. Yeah. Um, and then Rick Riordan was actually a teacher first. I just totally slurred his name. Rick Riordan. Is it Rick Riordan or Rick Riordan? I have no idea. Oh, it's Riordan. I'm really sorry if I just butchered that. But he was a teacher first before he was. Oh. I saw this video that was like a compilation of Rick's tweets, and one of his tweets was, so, the Greeks fight more slashy-slashy, and the Romans fight more stabby-stabby. Very. <laughs> Wait, he actually tweeted that? Yeah, he actually tweeted that. That's like, such a- Because, you know, he's a teacher, so. Yeah, he's Uncle Rick. Uncle Rick. Uncle Rick. But basically, Percy was named after the Greek hero Perseus. Woo, Perseus. And Perseus wasn't Perseus the son of Zeus. Everyone was. Yeah. It was like the thing. It was, yeah. Um, Percy is a legendary son. Yeah, he's a son of Zeus. Yeah, parents, Zeus. And Perseus, his thing was that he killed Medusa, right? He killed... 
Medusa? He beheaded Gorgon Medusa. Yeah, I was right. Polydactes and saved Andromeda from the sea monster Cetus. Fun. Um, and another fun fact is Amelia Earhart was a demigod. Really? Yeah, she's a, she's a daughter of Zeus. Nice. Which is crazy. I think Annabeth said that in the second book. I would not know. Most Hermes kids. So Luke, fun fact, Luke is a son of Hermes, but most Hermes kids are unclaimed because there's a lot of minor gods and goddesses. And at the camp, in the first series, they only really have the main 12. So, um, so they're the 12 Olympians. Mm-hmm. So it's Zeus, Hera, Poseidon, Demeter, Athena, Apollo, Artemis, Ares, Hephaestus, Aphrodite, Hermes, and Dionysus. But it was Hestia before Dionysus, but then Hestia backed off. I'll be right back. I need to do a thing. Yeah, I'm just going to keep talking. Okay. But basically, so most Hermes kids are unclaimed. Because there's minor goddesses and goddesses like Nike, um... Hestia is now kind of, she's not minor, but, because she was major, but, yeah. And that's kind of the whole gist of this, but then, yeah, so those are all my fun facts. Wow. My fun facts. Jeez. I have returned. I finished fun facts, but my last fun fact that you weren't here for was that most Hermes kids are unclaimed. With, like, gods like Nike and Hestia, who's not necessarily minor because she was major, but, like, he... No one paid attention to Hestia. She's the goddess of the hearth, by the way, in case you were wondering. Oh, my gosh. Because no one cares about her. Sort of. (laughs) We care about her. I do care for her. I love Hestia. I know. That's why I just said that we care for her. We do care for her. We love Hestia. But that was Percy Jackson. Percy Jackson. Woo! We woo a lot here. I made it a thing, as you can tell by the intro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He did make it a thing. But that was Percy Jackson. This is one of our favorite, favorite, favorite book series. We love it so much. It took me forever to convince you to read it. It did. (laughs) Uh, It took me, like, six months. Whatever. We don't talk about that. Because you love it now. Yes. Okay. So. This is such an amazing book series. We really, really love it. Oh, wait. What if we do, like, an overall ranking? What do you rank the book series? Such book, Ava. What is your final ranking? My final ranking is one being, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. Ten being, oh my gosh, it's the best. I give it a solid nine and a half. Nine and a half? I give it a solid... Mm, 9.82 good so basically it's really really good you guys should totally read it you'll really like it you will really like it it's good it looks like a kid's book it is a kid's book but it still works like it like legit like i said any age group can read it and you'll like it and also okay here's an example your kids are in the car you're with your kids don't have any of those because gross no (laughs) (laughs) Don't have any of those because gross. gross. I love kids. I love kids. I just don't want. I mean, you're legally a kid, so 
Yeah. You gotta deal with it. I'll cut that out. <laughs> but basically, that's Percy Jackson. But, like, you could totally put it on the audiobook, and you and your entire family could listen to it, because it's that fun of a read. Okay. Also, it's appropriate. No cuss words. So that's fun. So if you're toddler in the car, you want your toddler to learn about how Percy has stabbed a Medusa? Uh, Percy Jackson. Perfect. So, thank you so, so much for listening to our first podcast. I'm super excited. Thank you, Em. You're welcome. <laughs> so, um, and this is the book club signing off. If you, if you want us, if you want a chance for us to, I can't talk. If you want a chance for us to also, we will read every single email. I promise you that. Definitely. Promise you we will read every single email you send us. If you send us an email, and it is the book club, capital T, so the capital T, but everything else is lowercase, thebookclub63 at gmail.com. You email us, we'll review your books. Yep, we'll do that. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.